Lights Marker Action and welcome everybody to the group. Uh, your host, Brian, here, accompanied by my favorite host of all time, Stephen, Andy. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. What's up, everybody? Wait, was was that both of us our favorite or did you start Stephen and then I'm not the favorite? No, no, no. Both of y'all are my favorites because you were the only ones that accepted the invitation to for, be here. For a second, I thought I was special. Thanks, man. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to a special episode of a series that we are referring to now as Ticket Refund. Because we want our money back. That's, <laughs> That's how bad the movie was. That is basically it, yeah. So this is a uh, mini-series within our regular episodes of, of uh, podcasts to discuss movies that uh, perhaps were a little divisive, or perhaps not very well received, yep. or perhaps did not review very well. And it's our chance to uh, talk about them in a fun and constructive way, but not really constructive. We'd like to, we really like to tear into them. So the movie that we've chosen for this special episode is X-Men The Last Stand. Notice how I didn't say three. That is not part of the title. Well, as it says here on Wikipedia, it's also marketed as X3 The Last Stand. Whatever. Not that I care at all. Okay, so let's go ahead and jump right in with a real quick no-cap recap of the events of X-Men The Last Stand, and we'll go ahead and get started. Our film begins with a flashback to when Professor Xavier and Eric Lyncher, also known as Magneto, meet a young Jean Grey in her home. In present day, Worthington Labs has announced that they've created a vaccine to cure the mutant gene. The cure appeals to many mutants, but Magneto bands together the Brotherhood to oppose the cure, as he fears it will be used to exterminate mutants. He frees several imprisoned mutants, such as the Juggernaut and Mystique, but Mystique loses her powers to the cure in the process. Scott Summers, Cyclops, is still distraught over the death of Jean Grey, and so he goes to visit her resting place when she appears to him, and then proceeds to kill him. Xavier senses trouble, but when Logan and Storm arrive, there is no sign of Scott, but they find an unconscious Jean Grey. Xavier explains that he had helped to repress the phoenix, which lives inside of Jean all this time, but it was awakened when she saved them at the end of the previous film. Logan quickly learns that Jean killed Scott and is not the Jean Grey they once knew. She escapes to her childhood home, and when presented with the choice of going back with Charles or following Magneto, she kills Xavier and leaves with Magneto. Magneto and the Brotherhood go to Alcatraz to kill a young mutant whose genome is used to create the cure being used against humans. A large fight ensues. That is an understatement, but okay. Beast is able to inject Magneto with the cure, thereby removing him as an opponent on the field. The Phoenix awakens and begins destroying everyone. Logan realizes only he can get close enough to Jean to kill her. And with extreme anguish, he does in fact do so. In the end, Storm takes over leadership of Xavier's school. Beast becomes an ambassador. Rogue takes the cure. And the film hints that Magneto may get his powers back after all, and that Charles may not be dead either. There's a lot wrong in what we just uh, retold to our audience. I mean, like, in terms of what this movie did with these characters. There's just, <laughs> oh my god, are you kidding me? It's less painful reading it in a <clears throat> summarized form like this, even though some of the scenes aren't extended in the movie, and yet it, it hurts so much more when you see it happen. I mean, to kill Cyclops within like I, the first 20 minutes of the movie the, and off screen. I, it's the, an off screen. It was like death. the first 10 minutes, man. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you, dude. That is one of the most painful things I've ever had to watch oh because I God. thought it was the stupidest thing. 
Why even bring him back just to kill him off in the first 10 minutes? This is like the leader of the X-Men. Yeah. yeah. You okay. Know? And he's and he's offed. Off screen. We don't even get to see his death. I was not and expecting his, to defend the movie this quickly. I thought it would be take longer. No, no, he no. Needed to, you couldn't just have him not be in the movie. It's just, you can't. But yeah. you didn't need to kill him off. Yeah, he had to die. Because no. otherwise, how do you explain him not being in the rest of the movie? That's the thing. This is the love of his life, and he's not there That's to, why to this help is, stop her, this to is save her. This is fundamentally a broken script. You I'm know, sorry to you, say. You know what you do? You postpone the movie until... You know, James Marsden can come back and do the whole thing. All right. Well, now you're jumping ahead. Okay? I am jumping ahead. I hate let's when you go, do that. Let's just go either, ahead and talk about it right either, now. Either you no, no, say. No, 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 no. You're the you one say, who always tells me we got to go ahead and just talk about what we brought up right away. Here's an idea. So I brought it don't up. Don't say it. Just hold on to it. No, no. What's wrong with that? We don't hold it's on to not, things here. That's easy to do. You let's, make a mental note like, yep, I already have it ready. What's the one thing that can fix this movie? And wait until we're at that subject. Yeah, there's a whole no, segment no, 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 for that. Andy, why don't we talk about the Marsden mess right now? We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Oh, I agree. What we will do is describe the plot of this movie in perhaps one sentence in the worst possible way. And uh, I have one written down. I have a sentence, but it's not funny or clever. It's just really kind of matter of fact. <laughs> What's yours? Jean Grey is alive and everyone wants her on their side, so Logan kills her. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good way. I, I wrote... That's, that's too nice. I wrote down <laughs> uh, a marginalized group of people fight amongst themselves because of one angry redhead and a prescription medication. <laughs> that's what I wrote down. I don't think I can top that. I wanted to, but... <laughs> so, let's go ahead and have our group discussion, guys. Why do we either love or hate this movie? Does anyone here love this movie? Nobody loves this movie. Can I love you can't, it? You, you can't be on this podcast if you're asking for a ticket <laughs> refund. That goes against the logic of what this is. Hey, you're oh. jumping ahead again. Everybody has to be upset with Stop this film. It. Okay. Hold on. This movie is not Am good. Am I right or not? No, no, no. Hold this on. This movie's not good, but I don't hate it with like a passion or anything like that. I've gotten over it. I don't think about it anymore. I hated it when I went to go watch it the first time. And I was quite young, actually, but I did hate it because of expectations. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. You yeah. go in after X2, you're expecting like this amazing conclusion. The trailers were awesome. And you're thinking, all right, this is like how they have to top what they just did. And what they just did was fantastic. So this has to be like the greatest thing ever. Absolutely. And it was so much like not the case that I think that just adds fuel to the fire. I wish Jacob were here because he was next to me. Again, we tend to go to the movies together. At least we did. Um, he says that my face was literally catatonic at the end when the credits started rolling. I could not believe what I had just watched, Andy. And this was in 2006. I was 20 years old. And I was just like, no, this didn't actually happen. Like, they're going to say this was an April Fool's joke and just like release the real movie. Was this? It was so disappointing, <laughs> man. The April whole movie was disappointing. Like the choices that. that they made. Oh my gosh! Does anybody know why Brian Singer didn't come back to direct this? Because it's just like when an X Men movie is in his hands, he's proven it just works. It's Superman. he knows he knows yeah. how to do it. It's because of Superman. Oh, yeah. that's right. He we'll, did. We'll get to that when we talk about how we fix the movie. Okay. Because I, I have a that's one of my points. 
Um, so for me, I was disappointed at the end of the movie, but not because of the quality of the movie. Back then, I was thinking in terms of quality of movies, really. I mean, it was all relative, you know, comparing it to one of the Spider-Man movies, which was superior, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. comic book movies. Mm-hmm. But my disappointment came from the outcome, just like the, the total carnage of the movie. Yeah. You know, Jean Grey is dead. Xavier is dead. Scott Summers is dead. You know, it's just like, wow. Like, Too much. You, so in my mind, I'm thinking as an 18-year-old, like, you can't move forward to this franchise. They right. killed everybody. Yeah, yeah. so it's that, dead. that they all they offed it's too done. many important people. Yeah, right. so right. for me, it's like okay, well, X Men, this franchise is done because they 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 chose to end it. You know, yeah, that was my and what a disappointing ending. Like, who wants to go back now and go through the trilogy again? Yeah, everybody knowing the ending is like, no, I'm not wasting my time. Exactly. If yeah. that was the ending, that's a poor way of ending it. Yeah. The uh, the scores, real quick. Let's see if you guys agree. Rotten Tomatoes, 57%. Too high. Too high. <laughs> Audience score, 61%. Uh, Too I, high. I don't understand that. I don't. Metacritic. I, I feel like critics would probably be nicer to this film than fans would. Well, oh, okay. I mean, if we're, if we're saying that the, the majority or at least a, a good portion of that audience are fans of X-Men, are fans of Marvel... They have more reason to dislike the film than somebody who doesn't have much of an attachment. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the and so the, I don't understand how they would give it a sixty-one. Me as a fan, and they're more diehard fans than me. I wouldn't give it a sixty-one. I feel like the audience is made up of more regular moviegoers than fans, though. Yeah, that's probably why it got so high. And that's I my think point. so. Yeah, as a, maybe as a standalone type, just entertaining action movie with yeah. you know superpowers. They don't care about Cyclops getting killed off quickly. Exactly. They don't care about Xavier right know, being right disintegrated. And see, uh, to your point with critics, the Metacritic score is actually a 58. It's almost basically a 6 out of 10. I I can't agree with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. Some movies, they just kill that they shouldn't, and then this one is way too high when it shouldn't be. Yeah, it's it's a little... It, it is a little confusing to me, too. I don't know. But maybe we're biased because of our attachment to, to X-Men and the characters and you stuff like what? that. You know what? That's actually a fair statement. Yeah. I should have I, looked I think up... That, before... I think that that definitely... Um, we're we're a little entitled because of that, and we when we go into the movie, we're expecting something crazy good, and really, the majority of the world probably didn't need it to be crazy good. I should have looked up what the uh, Rotten Tomatoes was for X Two, because I think that's part of it. It's not just that we were fans and we're X Men fans, and so we're entitled. It's also the the last movie before this one was really good. Yeah. And so there was a significant drop off, and I wish I had seen to compare. You know, I'll tell you right now. I um, while you look that up, I think that X two had a really emotionally powerful ending, and I don't want to say that X 3s that moment where he has to kill Gene isn't powerful, especially knowing the relationship they had throughout the three films. Um, but it doesn't match the sacrifice that she she had to make. So X-Men 2 uh, is that rated was... at 85% both critics and audiences. Wow, excellent. Yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's fair. That's a mm-hmm. that's a B right there. So um solid. It, it was the high point, I think, for the first three movies. Definitely. You know, later on I, I hope that we can do Days of Future Past. I'd really like to do a pod on that because that for me is my favorite X-Men film of all time. And I say that's the only value this film has is it only exists to be erased by Days of Future Past. <laughs> and bro, I, I know, I'm sorry that we're getting off topic now, but that was my favorite part oh, about Days man. of Future Past. That ending, when they undid 
everything everything yeah. that we that just completely made us upset when we saw gene from the back yeah and then after that cyclops yes. shows up yes. you know for, you know comes on screen you know oh my yeah. gosh is it wrong and he's still cyclops like he's like what are you doing yeah <laughs> And, and and I love the you know everything like Logan's just well, this is turning into a Days of Future Past pod. Uh, I'll stop really soon, but just his confusion and at the same time his joy at knowing that he was successful He's in undoing all genuinely the crap. relieved. Yeah, yeah. Wow. X three that was just beautiful. Yeah. Is it wrong that I didn't like that ending? Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, we'll get to that whenever we do that. Okay, podcast. yeah, we'll do. I that. won't be invited. <laughs> back to back to the last stand. What would you say was one of the worst scenes of this movie? And maybe it's your favorite worst scene, if that's possible. I have one for favorite worst scene. What's yours? Uh, the whole juggernaut scene in Alcatraz. I'm the juggernaut B. Oh my gosh. That <laughs> he's was just terrible. bashing through walls. There's a gif online where it's just him running through walls. <laughs> that <endlessly. laughs> literally made me laugh. I was laughing out loud. That was horrible. I think uh, Juggernaut was underwhelming in this movie. They couldn't find a bigger dude than that. I mean, he was big, but I could have felt like get us someone who's really. It's massive. either it's either that or like digitally handsome somehow, yeah. and maybe they just didn't want to have to go through that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I have that written down. Also, are except, we going to talk about director now? Or later? Except I wrote it. No, we're not talking about the director. Oh, we're not. No. Okay, real quick, I just want to say Brett Ratner, bad choice for this. Yes. Love him for the Rush Hour films. He was the wrong guy for X Three. Right. Right. I mean, and if we're talking directors, technically Brian Singer is also a terrible guy. So, <laughs> yes, he did good directing X Men, but just as a person, he's not a good person. He's not he's a good not? person. Really? No. You have to tell me about that. Later. You need to, you Google. need to read the news, dude. Anyways, so um, yeah, that one. I, but I wrote it down as I'm the Juggernaut, which. <laughs> <laughs> Also, I wrote down Scott's off-screen death and any of the love triangle stuff between, you know, Bobby Iceman and Rogue and Kitty Pride, like, like, all of that, I just can't stand. It wasn't good. Yeah. But anyways, I did. That's, um, that's mine. Is there going to be room for a highlight? I have to say one good thing about this film. Well, can I guess the scene? Um, no, you're not going to guess what this is because it's always, not in the movie. Oh, I, I always remember, or maybe I made this up, but I always swore that you really liked the, the bridge scene, the Golden Gate Bridge with Magneto moving it and that whole sequence. I, always, I, I, I thought, thought you liked that. I thought that it was going to be good. I'd have to watch it again. Maybe I praised it back then. Um, the, the end of the movie is definitely a little bit better than the rest of it. Uh, let me nitpick one thing right quick. Angel, the character, waste. What oh, a waste. Yeah, yeah. They made you believe he was going to be a big part of this film. He's in two scenes. <laughs> two scenes. And has like a, a, a total screen time of like four minutes. It was such a, a horrible thing to even include him. Don't bring him in. If you, if you don't have a reason to really use him other than to show that like the vaccine didn't work, isn't that what they did? In the, I, it's been he, here's what, what, here's why like he, 18 years since I've seen this film. No, yeah, it's he, just... Here's why he needed to be in it. Because he is one of... In at, at least in the cartoons, I'm assuming it was uh, comic accurate. He's one of the people who most wants to be cured of his mutant gene, right? And so, therefore, it makes sense. It's organic for it to start with him. There's a there's they're, a they're scene to where they're him. trying to do yeah, it, right? It's the beginning yeah. of the movie, and, and doesn't he like reject it in the end and then flies away? That's he, his first scene. Yeah, he, he, he gets away. Yeah, 
But he's the one, that, you know, like Rogue. There are people who are just dying to get rid of their mutant genes to be normal, yeah. and he's one of them. So it's it's organic for it to start with him. And with Rogue, it makes sense. Well, and but that's what I was gonna say is that there's like real, there was real potential with some of the themes of this movie and how mutants are treated by the world and even how they see themselves and how they want to be rid of it or accept themselves. But I didn't mean, they already treat those same themes in the first movie well, and that's, the second movie? To that's always going to be a theme when you're dealing with the X-Men. Yeah. That's always the thing. But in this one, they just... They, the execution was just flawed from the start. Yeah. And so, like, none of that matters. Did they have to rush this movie? I don't know if they did. I don't know. I, I don't, don't think I don't, so. I don't know the answer to that. I don't I don't think so anyways, but um we we move on to the next segment which is what's one thing that could fix this movie. Now you can say. Can I say one good thing that I liked about this? If you want to defend the last stand, I'm not going to stop you. I'm not defending the movie. If you secretly love it, that's okay. No, Go no, ahead. No, that would yeah. not be okay. Um I'm not going to defend the movie. I want to defend the trailer. I don't know if it was the very first trailer. I don't think it was. Not the teaser, but they had a trailer that came out before the movie released that was so good, man. Yeah. Um, it gave you every. It gave you the gist of what the movie was going to be about, and then the last minute or so of that trailer kind of had all the X Men lining up in a you know at night, you know, with the uh, blue behind them and everything, and it looked like they were ready to fight. It's going to be like Brotherhood versus X Men and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they play this music. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I remember it, dude, and it, it pumps you up. Like literally, we got excited, Andy, watching that. If you don't remember it, we can watch it later. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, you got uh, Wolverine telling Rogue, "Hey, you know, I'm not your father." He's like, "You want to go? You do what you want to do." Something to that effect. And it's just like, yeah. wow, this movie's going to be really good. It's going to be emotionally charged. And at the same time, uh, the action sequences are going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the trailer was good. We'll watch it later so you guys can, can feel so, what I felt. So who should be remembered is the marketing team. The marketing yeah. team. Okay, so I have the I have the answer for how to fix this movie. It's probably my, my answer too. I'm sure it is. You have to keep Brian Singer as director. So you have to figure out the scheduling so that he doesn't go, you know, he can do, go do Superman Returns, whatever, but then you either have to wait or you have to do it before. Right. Because by him staying, that also means James Marsden doesn't leave to do Superman Returns. Right. right. And therefore you fix the Scott problem where yep. the emotional stakes would be better later on. Yes. Where either... Could you, you know, imagine that end scene with Scott trying to reason with Gene and he can't and then he gives Logan the okay? Mm. That would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or she, her or killing you, him off in the you, end of the movie, and they they do it better. No, no, don't even kill him off. But picture this, okay? So Log, uh, Char, uh, Cyclops realizes he can't reason with her, like that she's gone, and so Logan just like is starting to get close to her, looks back to get a sign of approval from Cyclops, and Cyclops with like all the pain in his heart gives him a nod, to say like, take her out. Man, that, and it would also that would have been amazing, dude. And it would have been a good way to resolve like that love triangle thing where Logan lets go of her both like romantically and also as a friend and has yes. to accept that tragic end. Yes. And so it's like you resolve, you know, the friendship with Scott and yes. they, you know, they have to bond over something so awful that they had to do. Guys, did I just fix the movie? Yeah, no. Do I you don't... want it? Do you want to see the Steven cut? This is all because of what he said though. No, I don't I don't like that ending. Because... Oh, you suck, man. <laughs> There's, Thanks. There's no Thanks a way, lot. There's no way they bond over... I just poured my heart Logan. out. No, I just gave you the best ending to that film. There's no way that they bond over Logan <laughs> killing his wife. 
It's not like married? oh, hey, they're I, not married, but they're they're. they're it's they're, like a it's like shared trauma is what it is. I know, but it's like it's not like hey, thanks for killing, <laughs> thanks for killing her for me, man. Right? No, I don't like, think it's gonna get to that point. I didn't either. say that. <laughs> I didn't say they were gonna bond about. Well, you said he gives him a head nod, and it's like, then all of a sudden they they. That's one yeah, thing. It's no. like make the decision that clearly needs to be made. I'm not saying afterwards they're gonna go get coffee and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. No. Remember when if you anything, killed my wife? He's. He hates he hates Logan crazy. already from the moment he meets him. He's gonna hate him more, even though he did what he had to do. That's how that movie ends. Is where no, they, there's no going back. I feel I, I disagree. I feel that going, side with me. B going through something like that, that that would be a nice resolution to that arc. Would be them finally being friends and being part of the team together. Which eventually they do. Become, I don't think that's like how the they become friends. Oh I'm God. sorry. Oh my. You see, <laughs> my not, not, not only does he like the movie more than us. But he also hates better ideas. Do oh we my really? God. I got, I'm, no. I'm questioning Andy right now. <laughs> I gave you the I'm fix. I'm really questioning. I him. gave you the fix. Brian Singer. Brian Singer is the key. My fix is essentially the same thing. Yeah. Except, same here. but what I said is wait, just wait. Postpone X3. Post, because postpone the assume production. You, assume that you can't touch Superman Returns. Right. That has to happen right. for whatever reason. Right. Postpone X3 so that Singer can come. Exactly. Back. If you postpone, and you have an, you have an opportunity to have a uh, to have a better script. To have a better director, you get to keep James Marsden as Scott. You get to keep Rebecca Romaine too, which was also a point. You know, Mystique just gets thrown away as a character. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. That yeah. was horrible. I and was just like, man, this girl's been loyal to Magneto since she was a kid, basically, or a teenager. And she just, like, immediately... It's like nothing. Abandons him. Like just, nothing, yeah, yeah. She betrays him, doesn't it? Like, no. Yeah, she, 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 she gives him up. She saves she, him she does from become being cured, a, right. and then he, she becomes powerless, and he abandons her, because right. she has no value to him anymore. And then, right, and right, then later, and then later in, she snitches as yes, to like everything he's go. done. And I everything. remember that Mystique like yeah, turned she, her she, back on him. Yeah, she, because of course he had already abandoned her at that point. Yeah, I right. just, I just, but I just the, feel like that with as long as they've been together, she's like ride or die for life. Exactly. Kind of like most outlaws are and everything, or, or mob, people in a mafia or something for, like that. It's just like they're never going to talk. Even if you abandon them, they are never, ever going to cooperate with the government. A woman scorned. She was scorned by somebody she cared about. It makes total sense why she turned on them. Well, that part we get. I'm just saying like how the movie treats a character that's been a part of the series for so long. Yeah, that was... that was it's uh, almost like a throwaway, and that was just not fair. That was a, a misuse of her character because right. it, didn't, it didn't go along with who she was. But it's because I think Rebecca Romaine also has scheduling conflicts and couldn't. Okay. So... Anyways, all right, yeah, we don't want to we don't want to go on and on about how bad X three is. So let's go ahead and get I think to our going if you want. Let's go ahead and get to our final score. Let's give it a score. And the question for everybody is: You go to the theater to see this. Do you ask for a refund for your ticket? No, not literally, not literally, not on this one. I'll I'll have watched it. I would have been extremely disappointed as I was. Um, I would never watch it again as I never have. You know, um, but I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. I I gave it a five out of ten actually, because there are moments that are cool, and there's like certain lines of dialogue that are cool, uh, mostly from Magneto. But anyways, um, but just overall, it's it's bad, and the choices they made had repercussions that I mean, literally had to get uh, walked back using another film. So uh, I said I would ask for a refund if I paid for IMAX. Ooh. <laughs> Hey, that's not bad because IMAX is like what fifteen bucks. It's more, so more yeah. than that. Wow. I know we don't. I know right before you give your answer. I know we don't have talk about uh, time to talk about this, but there was the whole Halle Berry element to it. Did you guys read up on that? 
Yes. There was some deception there and it was it was the script, it wasn't cool. The script that yeah. she wrote as a yeah. condition for her coming back as Storm and was they just treated out. her like trash basically. Yes. Yes. They tricked her to, yes. to get they back. They just in. wanted to get her back awful. in, but yeah, awful, it was awful. awful. Yeah. yeah, man. For me, I was going to say 5 out of 10 also, but then I know I'm higher than it on it than you, Brian, so I feel like mine should be higher, but I can't give it a 6. That's too far. That's Don't too do it. High, Don't so do it. I'm going to leave it do, as do, a 5. Do, do, do a 5.1 and you cover your bases. Okay, I I give it a 5.1. Uh, I can rewatch it. I like elements of this movie. I hate other elements of this movie. But, you know, for me, it's not even close to the worst movie I've watched. Okay. Well, and and so you're not asking for a refund is what I'm... I refuse to ask for a refund. Yeah. I would La- just sit there and take it. Yeah. Last thing. Uh, this is the worst of the X-Men films, right? Or, would, or is there another one that you would... Would you put Dark Phoenix below this? Would you put Apocalypse below this? Dark Phoenix, Apocalypse, and New Mutants are in the running, I think. I didn't see wow. New Mutants, but Apocalypse and... Dark Phoenix, those are close. I'd have to really think about that. Yeah. Yeah, because there's, there's... I think all three of those are in the gutter, and uh, I don't know which one would be the absolute bottom of the barrel. Because there's movies that are bad because of like their choices and the execution of it, but at least they're entertaining, and there's movies that are bad because they're just like a struggle to watch. Yeah. For and me, to get what makes Dark Phoenix and Apocalypse so bad just because the, the source material was so good, and they screwed them up so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep, yeah. exactly. Apocalypse should have been an amazing film. It should have been, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All righty. Well, listeners, we hope that you enjoyed this episode of ticket refund uh feel free to watch x3 the last stand um but you know fair warning you may (laughs) you may end up uh, asking for a refund of your time i guess is it free to watch anywhere don't come to us asking for a refund of your time we can't help you sorry we warned you i'm warning you right now especially (laughs) if you love the first two movies don't watch it just pretend it ends at two all right everyone you've been warned and with that we say cut